Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bengalis in New York show. My name is Arik and uh, we were repping it for, you know, the Bronx, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and all over the world. So welcome and enjoy. Woo! So Mets? Mm-hmm. You're a Mets fan? I was. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, right? Yeah, well, I, got a, I don't know if you can tell, I got a Knicks, uh, Knicks jersey. I was a Knicks fan too, but you know. Yeah, you was. I stopped watching when Isaiah Thomas was like playing, so. I mean, was coaching, so. Yeah, he turned a lot of people off. He it's did, he was always smiling all the time too. I was like, what are you smiling about? They're losing terribly. He's a horrible, he was a horrible coach, but he was, he was a worse uh, uh, GM. Well, he was GM, right? So he was the worst GM. Oh, jeez. So he doesn't get anybody. Yeah, yeah that was probably the worst. Period. For the Knicks? For the Knicks. And I say that they even though they have a bad... rookies and stuff, but they all moved on. Yeah. But I'd say it was the worst period because at least now they suck too, but I feel like now there's no expectations. Yeah, yeah. then there was expectations. The expectations. Yeah, like, and you know, just, you had Isaiah, you had yeah. Marbury, you had yeah. Zach Randolph, you had all these great players. Yeah. And they just sucked. Yeah. Yeah. It was disappointing. Yeah, so how, do you, how did you get into uh, painting? I guess, you know, I mean, I didn't get into painting directly, you know, it was mostly just like drawing and sketching. Uh, I always liked art as a kid, um, but I didn't do very well in my art classes. You know, I just feel like, you know, especially having Asian parents who like, I guess they emphasize everything else. Yeah. So like, I, was, I wasn't a great student anyways to begin with, but I was just trying to like, at least get like an A in math and everything else, and then just, I completely slacked off in art. So like, um, uh, Check on the chill out. It's fine. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't so focused on art initially, but I guess it was when I was taking the train to high school from like Jamaica Queens, like taking the train for like an hour every day, like well, plus. I had I always had a notebook with me, and I would start sketching, and um, that kind of also formulated my style a little bit because it was it's always shaky on a train, so like I had to like draw with confidence and fast, or sometimes improvise with like the tremors on the train. Interesting. Why do you think you didn't do well in art class? Is it like, is there like a structure you have to follow in class? Yeah, you feel like sure. you couldn't follow and you were more imaginative than they, they wanted you to be? I guess, yeah. You know, I always ask myself who's like this person teaching me art to begin with. Yeah, what did they do? Did you just go to school for art and then never actually drew anything? Well, I don't want to sound so hypercritical. Some people lo really love teaching, you know? Like, I teach, I teach painting here and there, you know? And I love oh, cool. art, yeah. But, yeah, it was a little bit uninspiring, and um, I guess, I mean, yeah, some of my classes were genuinely just uninspiring, you know, like, too methodical, and just kind of sucked the soul out of art for me. And like, or I just didn't have time to complete my, my assignments, and I wanted to do something next level. I always want to do something next level, you know. You said painting with confidence. I often hear people say that when they're describing painting, they say confident brush strokes. Yeah. And as someone that knows nothing about painting on art, what does that mean? Um, to sort of move with, with, with confidence, you know, you hesitate in a stroke, or creating a line essentially, or especially. Um, you could see the tremor in your hand as well, you know, like the hesit hes hesitance in your movement, you know? So sometimes you kind of like, and sometimes if you think about it too much as you're doing it, you're taking away from your your muscle memory or your ability to just sort of, I mean, because attention is selective, you know? And your brain can only perform so many functions at the same time. So like sometimes when I'm painting and I'm trying to create a clean line, I don't think about it, I just, I just make that movement. 
you know, just trust my body to do it, and it does it. If I think about it too much, then start to hesitate, start to shake, and wow. it gets off. So it's the, same, it's the same approach I use for like dancing. So like dancing kind of gave me the dexterity and the movement to sort of do that and to paint very clean. What kind of dancing do you do? Um, I did like mostly hip hop, so like it was like, uh, to be more specific, it was like popping, house, yeah. it was like break dancing, so like mixing all of that together, so. Wow, okay. Yeah. Um, do you think they're linked somehow, like your style and dancing and, and, and the way you paint? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my last show was just to like, and it was called Momentum, it was all to capture like my movement and dancing into my painting. And I used like augmented reality to sort of exemplify that, where in my paintings you could see through like an iPad, um, myself dancing like an ink blot uh, on top of my canvas. So it was just kind of showed the correlation. Because a lot of times people would assume what the inspiration behind my canvas and my paintings were. They'll maybe assume like, oh, you know, it's just like integrals or like, uh, you know, geometry or something math related because I'm Asian, you know, but it's really just like breakdancing and movement. You know, I'm literally mm -hmm. holding spray paint in my hand while I listen to music and, and just sort of move, you know, so like, um, and you know, it's, 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 it's movement that's inspired by like dancing, but outside of dancing too, like just growing up in New York City, there's so much rich movement, you know? Yeah. From like the, the subway below us to the commuters in between and like the pigeons flying above us, you know? So it's just like, there's so much to take inspiration and just to sort of try to condense and vectorize that onto canvas, you know? So that was, that was what I tried to do last year. And this year I've, I've, I've taken that and I've sort of like put more context on top of it, I guess. Okay. So, um, there's always sort of this movement in my canvas. It's, and this time it was more to tell a story or a direction for your eyes. Yeah. You know, you know, I was thinking about this the other day when I was looking at that video that we posted and you explained your painting really well. And I wondered how many artists there are out there that are talented but are not articulate. Mm. Um, and have you, is that something you worked on? Because you're very articulate and you can explain your painting well, but I'm sure there are people out there that can't do both. Mm. I mean, I guess, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm not gonna lie, like, you know, like, I've been in artist talks with artists who are just, like, ranting on for, like, 40 minutes, and literally they paint a triangle, you know? Sometimes it's just, like, overcompensating or whatever it is, you know? Like, I try to keep it short, succinct, and yeah. try to tell my story, and I, I try to interweave, like, pretty complex stories, you know? So, like, I've had to give it a lot of thought, you know? It isn't just a triangle, there's a lot going on in my painting, so, like, yeah. I'm trying to tell a parable of sorts, just yeah. a modern one, so... Uh, yeah, you know, so... How's the feedback been from, like, the Bengali community? Um, well, I guess, you know, our presence is sort of non-existent in the art world, if I'm being, like, yeah. honest. Like, it's not like I run to Bengali artists and galleries or anything that sort. Like, I just don't. I don't have yeah. it here. Like, you know, at least I, I've, I have a collection of, like, Bangladeshi artists in my home, you know, books of them, you know, who are, like, older and established. Like, I've seen them in, like, the, the National Bangladeshi Museum. You know, an amazing work, but like I haven't met anyone here doing, you know, this, you know? And my work isn't based on like Bangladeshi sort of, of course. like, I guess, context. And I, I'm, I'm sort of exploring that. But, you know, I think it's more powerful just to have a universal perspective because there are things that we can all sort of relate upon, you know? Of course. Uh, Bangladesh has gone through a lot and so have many other countries in this world, you know? And that's sort of something we're displaced from as, as New Yorkers, you know? So like I try to bring that sort of context into my work. Yeah. Whether it's just like child labor or just like, you know, drug addiction or just like uh, pollution or whatever else, you know, like there's so much that uh, the rest of the world sort of faces together. So, yeah, there are. I mean, last year I've met so many artists and I just feel like they don't, again, they don't know each other. And um, I mean, there's really no platform to like connect. 
with other Bengali artists. Yeah. Um, but there's yeah, there's like a small community. Um, but there's no support. There's probably no support from the Bengali community as a whole. Like, right? I mean, how many of your paintings have you sold to like to a Bengali person? I mean, um, just like one. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. So that's you know that's that's a more recent thing, I guess. You know, and I mean, yeah. This time around, I was I was approached by more Bangladeshi wow. people were interested and heard about my work. Um, but that's that's more secondary, that's because they've maybe done more research or whatever into okay. uh, or maybe like have guessed from my name, but my name doesn't exactly like uh yeah, you know, yeah. ring Bangladeshi or whatever exactly. Gotcha. But um How are your parents? Uh well with the with yeah, the whole yeah, I mean they're they're very happy in what I'm doing, you know, they see that it's something concrete, real. They've come to my openings, you know, and that's like, you know, yeah, having them come to my first opening was like a big moment for me, you know, just because like it's hard to like even it doesn't you don't even have to be an immigrant, you know, just to explain to someone what you're doing at a gallery or whatever. This art world is very esoteric, you know, and the information here is very exclusive and just how things run or like money comes or goes, you know, it's just like it's it's hard to fathom, you know, like growing up in Jamaica Queens, like I didn't think this was a profession at all, so it was just, I, was, I kind of fell into it, you know. Yeah. So like. Even if I go back there and I mention to my friends, oh, they ask me what am I doing? Like if I say I'm painting, they're like houses or apartments. You know, it's like a, I, I get it. You know, it's like yeah. I mean, uh, do you watch the Sun Minaj? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you remember the uh, what his uh, document, his one man show? You talked about Lokyakai day, or you know what people are gonna say, or from yeah. like Manushki Bolbe. Yeah. Like he talked, he talked about that in his special a lot. I'm sure you got that from your parents, like Manushki Bolbe. Yeah, Did you yeah, get that? yeah, of course, of course, yeah. You know, like especially my sister's a doctor and stuff. And oh, really? Yeah, she is. Oh, that's she is. tough. Damn her. How <laughs> uh, yeah. dare she? <laughs> I'm really proud of her. I mean, I'm really, really proud of her. No, I'm joking. Because uh, she's had to go through a lot of obstacles to just yeah. like get there in the first place. No, I'm saying, is she older or younger? She's older. Okay, so I mean, that she's as an example, I'm sure your parents were like, oh, look at your sister. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. sure they said that all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But no, I mean, they still, you know, believed in what I did and they've seen my work, you know, yeah. so like, they, they believed in me. It just took, you know, I guess, be having to like, win dance competitions and real yeah. money and like, sell real yeah. artwork, you know, to like, prove the point, you know? Yeah. So like, um, and I figured if I can do this at such a young age to like, make actual money off of this when I know the, the probability of doing it in the first place is very slim. If I'm able to do it, then then... I might as well go all the way, you know, like, I'm good at math, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I've done the math, I'm in New York City, you know, like, there's not a lot of people doing what I'm doing at my age, so, like, I can't almost walk away from this at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so just, you have, uh, you have two siblings, you have another, uh, you I have an older sister? I just have an older sister, yeah. Okay. And, uh, your siblings are always been supportive? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, yeah, super supportive, so. Yeah, I, I, I think you met my sister, and she yeah. was really impressed with your artwork. I feel like she's gonna come across that for my parents because me and my brother are both, you know, in finance and yeah. things like that. And she really likes art, but my parents are gonna give her a hard time saying, yeah. "Oh, look at, look at, look at your bios. Like, look at what they're doing, and you wanna go into art." But I mean, at least, at least she has us where, you know, we could kind of uh, defend her a little bit. But yeah. I think about that because she's really talented. But, uh, but I'm like, yeah, I, I, I wonder how. I mean, there's the practical side of things, right? Like you talk about the, talk about the business side of it. Yeah. Like, was there struggles in the beginning, and how? What and was there? I mean, it's always like, crazy, like you know, especially with art. There's like not a consistent sort of like you know payroll, so to say. You know, it's like when I sell paintings, when I you know do gigs or whatever it is. You know, so like 
that's that's how my income comes. But um, I guess that that for me it was also proof of concept, and it was a, it happened for me at a young enough age where like I hadn't I didn't have to settle on any sort of career, you know. But if I was making money then from doing it, it was just like, hey, look, I can take this further, you know. Yeah. So, and uh, you know, like yeah, I was gonna probably take some heat from my parents, but. In, in the long run of things, you know, just like, I know I, I, don't, I, don't, have, I don't have kids, I'm not married, you know, I don't have yeah. all of these other things weighing me down. Yeah. So if I do have to, like, succumb to, you know, some sort of defeat, I guess, you know, then yeah, I can go back to doing whatever else, I suppose, you know, like, but as of now, this seems like the most logical decision, you know, yeah. and something I love doing, so I feel like I have my best chance at doing this. What, what other, does the, does the economy impact um, where you are in terms of those opportunities? Um, well, art's in an interesting place, and it took me some time to figure this out because initially I, w I didn't understand why people would spend so much money on my paintings. You know, I'd just be like, "Wow," you know, like. Um, but yeah, there's, a, there's you know there's a tax exemptions, there's incentives. Some people just like the artwork, and it's just what they do, and they have that much money. And the people who have this sort of money, they're not usually affected by a recession or whatever else, you know. So like. You know, usually like millionaires or billionaires, or whatever else, you know, so like, um, and when you, like for them, it's like when you buy artwork, it's, in some ways it could be like a solid investment, you know, like, like there have been paintings that have sold for like $160 million, like a Basquiat, you know, it was like initially purchased for like 19000 like the 80s, late 80s or whatever, or mid 80s, so like, you know, what kind of stock has that sort of appreciation, you know, I mean, you have to do your research and you know, and figure it out, but like, yeah, I mean, if you have that sort of money, it's easy to make money, you know, yeah. like, so that's, it's, it's, it's just most people don't know about how that works, you know, mm. and then whether you donate to like an institution or a gap, you can also write that off too, so, there, and it's appreciated perhaps, you know, so like, there's ways to maneuver with art, you know, that like, isn't so regulated too, you know, as opposed to the, uh, the SEC, yeah. you know, so like, that's really interesting. Yeah, but that's just one side of it. Some people like, you know, I've had people buy paintings for me last year who just like tech money, and they have no, they don't know, they don't know anything about that stuff. Yeah. They just want the work on their wall, and they have that much money. Yeah. And there's also a, the factor of scarcity, right? Like yeah. Basquiat, for example. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's not going to be any new Basquiat, so yeah, yeah. that's why his paintings are so valuable. Yeah. You're alive, yeah. uh, fortunately. So do you ever get that pressure? Like, oh, I don't want to paint too many <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, be, no, yeah, be definitely. Flooded? Yeah, definitely, definitely think about that. And honestly, with my process now, it's just like, it's hard to paint that many things, you know? Um, but I've always thought about that. Like, for, for me, like, I've seen how people have moved in the market. You know, art history is like open and available now. And um, there's living artists who are selling for millions now too, you know? Wow. So I, I try to look into, you know, what they might have done right or whatever. But, you know, you can't walk in anyone else's shoes. You have to really pave your own path. So. Yeah. I'm just trying to do things smart and create quality work, you know, like, I, I, one of my shortcomings is probably social media, I'm not, like, huge on social media, I, yeah. I post, like, after I have a show, which is, like, maybe once a year, so I'm not posting anything in between, it just takes me so long to paint these things, you know, so, like, and I don't think my paintings look great in that tiny little square anyways, there's so much detail yeah. to condense into it. Yes, it's like a necessary evil, right? Like, I, 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 I'm not a fan of social media either, which is ironic, because I run a social media page, but... <laughs> I, I, I don't like, yesterday we had the team met up and I, I didn't even want to put my picture, I don't mm. want to be in the video because I find it strange. Like I'm, I'm a little bit older than you so social media really started, so it really came out after I graduated college 
so I wasn't in social media while I was in school. <coughs> I wasn't into social media, so I find it very strange. Like I find putting your stuff out there very strange. But I, it's such a it's so it's so easy to get information out or get um, you know questions answered. It's such a such a I, I, so I have a love hate relationship with it because I, I I see the power of it. Like we just raised twenty two hundred dollars. Mm. For the fire, this fire yeah, in South Ozone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in a matter of two days. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, it's it's hard, it's amazing. Yeah. So the power of social media is is limitless, but but I definitely feel that the noise, like there's just so much noise, mm. and you have to figure out how to. Uh, yeah, it's definitely become convoluted now. So it's like, and I don't know if it ever will it just implode upon itself, you know, like and become yeah. obsolete. Who knows, you know? Yeah. People are so invested in it. But um, yeah. uh, for me, it's like insurance, and I feel like I have to like get it, you know. So, yeah. um, is there social media just for artists? Is there such a thing? Mm, but it wouldn't, you know. I mean, for me, I'm not trying to get other artists. I'm trying to like mm. have some sort of cultural significance, you know. And yeah. People are on social media all the time. That's where their eyes are glued to. So, like, yeah. if I want to reach out to the people, so only so many people can walk into my gallery, you know. So, like, yeah. That's something I want to work on, is just having more presence and just like really getting my work out there and showing it to people. Okay. So beyond just sales, you know, like it's great if it sells, but I want people to see it and appreciate it and think about it, you know? What about, how do you, how does the, because um, there's a documentary I watched that talked about the, the art houses, like Sotheby's and there's yeah. one other one, right? So how does that work? How do you, how does that even, how do you even get your uh, artwork so into this? You know, that's like more of a secondary art market where like collectors will sometimes with their, will established collectors or, or tastemakers so to say like people who uh who have sort of this provenance or just um notoriety as collect, collect collectors will sometimes you know resell their work you know and works they may have bought for like ten thousand dollars or buy-in prices you know they'll sell out at like half a mil millions of dollars or whatever else but you know a lot of times that money doesn't go to the artist you know but, you know, if someone did have one of my paintings and took it to Sotheby's and it sold for half a million, then all my paintings right now would wow. obviously appreciate in price. So the next one I sold could be significantly, you know, worth more. So mm -hmm. it's not the worst thing in the world as of now, but like, you know, that's something you have to be strategic about in this, you know, this, this art world. I and they control like the entire market, right? So those the two companies. They don't, they don't like necessarily control no. the entire market, no. There's a lot that goes okay. out outside of the art, you know, like the, the auction houses and there's art fairs okay. and just galleries that are just well known and selling work for quite a, quite a lot. And now there's also Artsy, which is a platform. For Arts, Artsy? Artsy, yeah. Okay. Like, so people can purchase work online. That's the only one that's really valid, you know? It's like, uh, art, art is still like kind of backwards in a lot of senses. So like, you know, when you ask about the market, well, when you ask about the market, right, it's like, I think of art as like the one bubble that doesn't exactly explode, you know, so like, and has been able to survive for this long, you know? Yeah. I mean, so I was just looking at my phone as uh, put up some, uh, a question on Instagram for questions. Um, somebody asked, uh, there's a bunch of questions, but some, uh, how hard was this from Yusuf the Brainiac, how hard was it to accept that life wasn't linear and that doing what you love was more important? Wow. Okay, that's interesting. I think this person checked my website. <laughs> um, how hard was it? I mean, for me, like, in a way, like, I kind of rolled with the punches. Like, I honestly, like, it, there's some part of me who believes, I, I, it's like almost connected with my spirituality and what I'm doing, you know? Just like my philosophy on life and like, this sort of belief in synchronicity, you know? And faith, that like, this is what I was fated to do. Because like, 
like for like I didn't I didn't I only got like my uh, green card and social security number at like 21 you know after like so I couldn't apply to colleges that I wanted to apply to you know like my sister couldn't either she went to Berkeley college you know but she should have easily gone to like Harvard Townsend and, you know she was like a she's like you know valedictorian everywhere and just a really like amazing student so like um, you know there were there were sort of obstacles my sister jumped through them she still like made it happen you know like. But for me, like, I knew my strengths w weren't in academia, per se. So, like, and then even if it were, I would still have to, you know... Pay out of pocket. Pay out of pocket. It just wasn't going to be feasible, you know? For, for So, like, why, you know, go only if my heart wasn't in it, you know what I mean? So it wasn't, like, a hard decision to, like, sort of roll with the, go with the flow, you know? Like, I was uh, taking the train. I seen, like, people street performing and stuff. So, like, I just got into street performing. I was making good bread off of that, you know? And like, really? that took me to, like, dance competitions. And then I was doing dance competitions. What did you perform on the, on the like, the subway and stuff? Well, I like the Union Square. I like the parks Ooh. better. Yeah, yeah, I like the parks better. The trains are faster money, you know? But you get arrested more. Really? You know? Yeah. And then, uh... How much yeah. did you make on... How much... What kind of money did you make on the You park? can make good money. I mean, like, from... I mean, slow days would be, like, maybe 40 an hour. Really? Yeah, fast tax days. Free. Fast days are a hundred an hour on tax the train. Free. Yeah, yeah, a hundred an hour. It's not wow. bad. Yeah, like you could really break That's it in. That's insane. Yeah, I mean now it's become like there's way more kids doing it and yeah. stuff. This was yeah, yeah. like ten wow. years ago or whatever. I wonder if I saw you at uh, a Union Square. Probably like um, it was. Yeah. I was like doing this like a, a job, you know, like this wow. was, you know. And it got me good. It also like you know made me realize like if you could stop New Yorkers at rush hour to yeah. like pay you money, yeah. then you know you're onto some shit, you know? Yeah. So like, it really helped me refine my dancing. So like, started doing dance competitions, I won like a dance competition for $10,000, you know? So like, I just, wow. these little things sort of just added up to like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? Where did you learn how to dance? Um, it was just like, uh, like, I, uh, like YouTube, but yeah, not like, uh, initially it was like YouTube, but then I, you know, met like people taking the train from like, and I guess that was like really life changing for me, just like taking the train. Um, from Jamaica, Queens, because otherwise I just would have hung out there, you know, and there's not much to do there. Yeah. But it exposed me to a lot of things like people street performing and whatever else. And then uh, I discovered like, you know, little dance studios in, in, and where they would just have like open sessions where like they would just play music and the people who would like teach dancing across the studios would just be hanging out there and doing their own thing, you know, and just sort of practicing. And they, yeah. they would just, because I was at a young age, they just, a lot of them just teach me for free, you know, because I just don't have the money to take classes like yeah. that. Those get very expensive. Yeah. So, like, uh, I took advantage of all that stuff, and I found a community there, too. So, like, it was just, wow. yeah, because I, you know, I always had trouble sort of, like, connecting with people in my high school. So, it was well, fun. high school did you go to? Uh, I went to Stuyvesant. Oh, so you went to a really... Uh, yeah. Advanced high school. Yeah, it's like full of like a bunch of other socially awkward people too. So, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a high, really high uh, suicide rate, right? Huh? Uh, really uh, high suicide rate. I don't know about that. I don't know. I actually can, can yeah. say I don't know anymore. Um, yeah. What did you Really so, smart kids, though. Really yeah. smart kids. So, um, yeah, I just had my high school reunion, which was pretty interesting. There's a lot wow. of people doing a lot of cool stuff. So. Did you go to college after that? Yeah, I went to uh, Baruch College. So, oh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, yeah. You graduated from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started with finance, and then I uh, ended up with like psychology and journalism. What year did you graduate? Uh, thirteen. Wow, very recently. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess it's, uh, it's been more recent than me, man. Yeah, seven wow. years. So. Wow. wow. Time. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Rook is a really good school. Did you were you involved in any of like the balance stuff there? Like, the the association? No, no, I wasn't. I was actually really involved with like uh, yearbook or just like oh, documenting really? stuff for the school. Okay. Um. 
which was yeah, it was just it was interesting because we were just like taking, the ticker, right? The ticker, the ticker, and yeah, just taking photos. I was just taking a lot of photos and then like. Yeah, just print production stuff. They were like actually paying us, so it was like cool. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. they gave us an office. It was nice. Yeah, so. I went, I go back and I just pick up. Sometimes I'll go back I, uh, and I'll pick up a ticker. I like reading; it's interesting. I think my first year was maybe like one of the first years of the ticker. Oh, okay. Because I started through two thousand one. Yeah. And that was the first year of the VC. Okay. And because when I first my first classes, like people were painting, like like not your painting, but like actually painting the walls, like oh wow, while we were like in yeah. class sometimes. Wow, like, okay, it was like super, just open like, up? Okay. Yeah, it was literally the first year, so yeah. it wasn't even done. It was the first, so so we, we I experienced Baruch, like it was brand new, yeah. so it was really cool. Like that's the gym cool. and that's super the swimming cool. pool, everything was brand new. That's pretty so nice. Was, yeah. I mean, it still looked pretty new when I was there. Um, yeah, it's a great school. Yeah. Baruch is by far the best deal for your money. Yes, yeah, well, I just, you know, I got involved with like doing work when I was in yeah. college, so like my mind wasn't in like at What do you mean work? Like I started, I, like uh, I met my friend Vernon, who I like, uh, who like I share this gallery with now, and like he's just amazing, like mentor sorts to me. So like, and one of my best friends, and uh, he like put me onto the design work, and I started finding more work like that. I started selling, I actually started selling paintings in college too. So like, wow, um, yeah, this 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 guy um, was just selling some of my work actually. Uh, Did you seek out his mentorship? No, no, he, he found some of my work on Facebook and then reached out to me and then he was just like, yo, I can sell that. I was like, I don't really, fine, sure. You know, like, so like my first piece, it was just like uh, on a little piece of paper and he sold it for like a grand. And I was like, wow, this is real? Um, sure, you know, so like, and so he, so, so he sold some of my work in college and that like kind of, he yeah, he opened me up to like the idea of like, you know, being a fine artist perhaps. Or like, I don't know, it still wasn't like, I just, I just, I just thought it was like maybe a, like a gimmick or it just happened like you know by chance or something. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we talk. I talk about mentorship a lot in like finance and business yeah. field. I didn't even think about it in the art world. So that's really interesting. Yeah, definitely. Some people definitely like you know if they believe in your work. And I mean, for me, it took people to convince me that I was like I could do this, you know. And then yeah, yeah, you know. And then I saw it myself, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's 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 it's. It's like I said, it's like, it's not like, you know, being a doctor, like going to med school and there's like a assured path, you know, like, it's just like, still have to like sort of pave your own way and be avant-garde about things. So I'm still trying to figure out my way, trying to make it to the top, really, you know, like I have this opportunity and just want to go reach for the stars, essentially. Wow. Who was, uh, who were some of the artists that you, uh, look up to now? Uh, I think of artists technically, like, you know, like from like a uh, technical perspective, like, you know, when I look at work and stuff, if I, uh, I may be like a little arrogant about it, but yeah, if I see work that I can easily do, I'm just like, I don't care for it, you know, like, okay. um, or unless it's like really clever, you know, like, and I just haven't thought of it, then I'll give you props. But I'm, I'm competitive about it because I feel like, yeah, art is subjective, but technical skills aren't, you know? So... Um, that's, that's how I want to like sort of climb this ladder in the art world and just sort of impress people with the multitude of, of or like you know the of, of layers or just like you know uh, depth in my work. Um, but in terms of other artists, uh, I guess the ones that like, I, I work with, I guess you know like my, my friend uh, Malik Roberts, he's super amazing painter. Okay. He's really killing it. Um, uh, Fernando Amelie, like he's a super dope painter too. So like. Um, then there's some like street artists as well, like Tristan Eden, who's like really amazing. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think, but uh, where do, yeah. Where do people find out about 
art and not the brand name places like MoMA, Guggenheim? What are some places people can find out, find good art or interesting art um, that people may not know about? Um, well, sadly enough, yeah, social media is one way, you know, okay. through Instagram. You can find, I find so much inspiration on Instagram. Uh, I think also, yeah, sometimes, you know, you just gotta do some gallery walks and stuff, but depends on where you are. Yeah. Um, there are art fairs, sometimes they're over convoluted, you know, like when you ask about good art, it's like, um, it's hard for me to answer that question because I still struggle with having my work really being exposed or shown, you know, like, do people consider it good art? I don't know, but like, you know, where, where should I put my work for it to be seen? Um, I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest, like to answer that question, uh, where do you find good art? But definitely, I mean, definitely at museums and certain institutions, you know, for sure. Yeah. But they're not going to be so contemporary, you know? So like... It's a tough question to yeah. answer, you know. There's yeah, and I don't know what good art. I don't know what good art collection. means. Yeah, and it's yeah. also it's, uh, it's all subjective, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I wish you know it was like a sort of. I mean, there's certain collectors who like yeah, like uh, Swiss Beats. He always curates a really great show um, called the Dean Collection. I had no idea, really. Yeah, yeah. He's he's like curates like the Brooklyn Museum. He's a big figure in the art world. Oh wow, so, I had no idea. Yeah. So, oh wow, I know Jay Z has a huge collection. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like. Uh, uh, Swiss Beats Dean's collection is very tasteful wow. collection. It's like really, well, yeah, like he's got a good uh, collection of contemporary artists who are like killing it out there. So like, it's cool to see it all in one room. Yeah, are you? Are there any um, programs in any of these universities that you feel like actually teaches? I guess the way that you think art should be taught. I, I mean, I couldn't answer that question yeah. fairly just because I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't you go, didn't to go through for that route. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I honestly, generally, like, and maybe it's like, yeah, um, a biased perspective. But I don't meet a lot of people who went to art school and are like still like some of the most successful artists I meet are just like self-taught, self-driven. You know, or mm. just I mean, yeah, some of them have gone to art school, but. For the most part, yeah, most of them have been self-taught, actually, you know, and just, like, kind of doing it, you know, have been doing it, and just, yeah, you know, like, you're not going to wait for someone to teach you something if, you know, like, I already had a portfolio of work by the time I was out of high school. I didn't think of it as a portfolio. I just kept drawing. I just kept drawing, you know, like, every day. Yeah, you were just doing it. Yeah, I was just doing it, you know, but, yeah, I built a, you know, I sold some of those works from high school before, so, like... Wow. You know, like it's, yeah, I just kept doing it. Um, so I feel like, I mean, yeah, if this wasn't my profession, I'd probably I'd come across this. Yeah, I'd probably still be drawing or doing something, but I've just seen that there's some sort of market for it and people are willing to, you know, pay for it and value it. So, yeah. Um, One other question from uh, Instagram is uh, I, we talked, this, talked about this a little bit. Was it scary not to have a profession with a stable income at first? Um, yeah, for sure, you know, like, I mean, I went from, like, being a professional dancer, I guess, because, yeah, I was, I was working, a, the, the most stable job, I guess, I had, I was working on this Broadway show called Illuminate, you know, oh. and it was, like, dancing, you know, doing the same show, whatever. Oh, how's that was, like? Um, it's cool, it's kind of crazy, it's kind of boring, um, oh, yeah. and then, uh, uh, there was, yeah, and just, you know, doing, like, graphic design, I suppose, you know, like, um, still doing it time to time, but... You know, it's scary, but at the same time, if you just think about, like, having, like, a backup plan at all times, you know, like, you're not all in, you know, like, when you, 
when you do something like this, right, you kind of have to like be all in. You know, are you, what are you trying to make your money doing, like painting or something else, you know, and like where, where you put your time is what your, your results are going to be, you know? So like, and someone's got to get paid for it, technically. That's how I think of things, like statistically. Someone has to get paid for their paintings, right? People are still always going to buy artwork and it's a matter of whose artwork it's going to be. I'm in New York City in a gallery and I have some pretty good talent. So I know that it could be me if I just connect those dots. Yeah. You know, so like sometimes, yeah, it's not, it's, it's harder said than done. I mean, yeah, easier said than done, sorry. But um, yeah, so like, I, I, I don't know, sometimes it's scarier for me to think about doing something else. Yeah. Like being in an office for so long or whatever and not doing a great job. Yeah. At that, because I know what I'm good at. Yeah. What, what, what kind of hours do you put in? Uh, for painting, it's a lot, you know, but then there's times where, you know, I'm done with the show. I can chill out a little bit. Yeah. And do whatever. Um, do you but, feel like, um, do you feel like the market is fickle and like, if you're like hot right now, you, you know, there's a certain bench life, shelf life that there is for a painter and right now you're high, you have a gallery and you have some press. No. Do you feel like you have to strike while, while the iron's hot? Well, I think you just gotta keep striking when the iron's hot, you know, like, so you just gotta keep a, keep up a momentum of things, you know, but like, there's an artist who like fall out of favor and then then come back come back but that's not what I'm going for and I'm just trying to like go up you know so like uh, yeah I mean I think my work has a lot has evolved quite a bit from my last show and like a lot of artists produce the same context of work every year until it's like branded as something and I don't think I'm going to do that actually you know maybe it's it's a counterintuitive move in terms of like you know identifying my work as something but like I think people do sort of recognize my work for his attention to detail, you know, and I want to be exciting, live, and different, you know, and just keep pushing the envelope, so mm. uh, that's what I want to be associated as, not sort of just like this sort of color palette or visual, you know, so, um, yeah, because I feel like then there's no really capping the value of my work or sort of seeing where it can end, you know? Yeah. So I like playing with, like, you know, things beyond a painting, like all this augmented reality, 3D printing. Um, so yeah, you know, like I really want to keep pushing the envelope there. So where do people find out about you? Um, like you said, you're not, uh, you, but you do have a social media, right? Yeah, I did. I do. What's the What's the page called? Oh, well, it's mostly my Instagram. Oh, okay. Site. Yeah, it's just Zihan Wazad. Okay. Um, I gotta update my website. It's on my to-do list, but. But you yeah. have a website? I do. It's very updated. I don't think okay. I've put my last two shows on it, so okay. that's yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's tough, right, doing all this work and then also updating the yeah, yeah, tech piece. Definitely. But we'll link some of your IG, but uh, it's really interesting stuff. Uh, well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, Like, you sure. talk a lot about representation, um, and obviously we focus a lot on, like, some of these typical um, professions, but the representation of the art world is really interesting, too, because I'm sure there's somebody younger that's wondering, oh, is there a Bengali person out there that's doing you know rm is successful and i'm sure you'll be a, um you'll be an inspiration to them yeah i mean i'm still you know working my way up there but any questions i can answer from the knowledge i've gained in my journey i'd be more than happy to share cool thanks man Diamonds and pearls, yeah, yeah. Bengalis in New York. 
all over the world. Uh, it's the Boney Show. Hey, uh, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live. From the slang we spit to the gangs we with. It doesn't matter, we the essence of the Bangladesh. I say, hey, come on, can you handle this? Representing the boroughs where the bangles live. From the slang.